Yo! Welcome back to another edition of the Cruising Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Cruz, and where you can find the Cruising Podcast is on uh, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, also on on uh, Spotify, anywhere you really you can find podcast needs. That's where you can find the Cruising Podcast. Also, where you can find the latest updates of the Cruising Podcast is on uh, Instagram, at Cruising Podcast, also on Twitter, at Nice Town Finest. So, uh, I wasn't joking around. I'm telling you, I'm telling you guys for real. Seven days of straight up podcasting is happening right meow, right meow, right meow. Okay, sorry. All right. So, uh, the other day, hold on. Why is this? This doesn't look like I don't know what's going on. Okay. Uh, the other day, um, well, last week I decided I was going to watch uh Yusuke. Well, this weekend, goodness gracious, I watched uh Yusuke, the um, the black. Samurai, he who does have lore, who does have his own story, um, but he was they did his story as a anime, and I feel like it was a really really good anime. It was beautifully drawn, beautifully drawn. Is uh the same artist that did the Boondocks, um, it just and also Mappa. If anybody knows, like the final season of Attack on Titan is being done by Mappa, so it's literally the same design. Um, that has the same aesthetics and everything. Um, it's crazy that, you know, we got six episodes on, on, uh, Netflix. I enjoyed it. I I really did. I enjoyed it. I thought it was going to be, it was definitely way different than I thought. Um, I didn't see like real trailer. I mean, like the only trailers you really saw is the non-magical things, but there was a lot of magic. There was a lot of mechs. They really went the path of, um really hitting every type of genre like the samurai theme genres in anime like the mechs the magic you know the the guy you know all of a sudden he's got to work together with somebody he's the unpowered one but like he's somehow he's beating the shit out of people that have they can do spells and shit but really he's the most badass one out of everyone because everyone apparently is scared of the black samurai the big black guy and not afraid of like machines that can shoot lasers and fucking rockets in feudal Japan. Fucking amazing. Um, really, I, I like, I loved the show. It, the storyline was fantastic. Um, Lakeith Stanfield, like that dude, just has fucking range. Range. Just he can be fucking hilarious. He can be very serious, and it, it's just it, he can play those two roles very well and um yusuke was definitely nothing different it, this dude deserves some type of award for for everything um but he did a fantastic job man it, i i truly think that um people should go out and watch yusuke i know it gets a little too magic-y for me though i, I hate that man i thought it was going to be like more of a straightforward samurai type tale kind of like how samurai shampoo is went and what I kind of like also about the like the samurai and the, the you know really the sword fighting shows, it seems like they're going towards a more hip hop theme. A lot of them like I, I blame Samurai Shampoo for this, but I also blame like um, Jet Li kung fu movies. Like to tell you the truth, he's the one that kind of started that hip hop theme with martial arts and and um, and the music and the type of music. I know everybody's gonna be like, well, Wu Tang Clan. Yes, Wu Tang Clan, yes, yes, they were. But 
to incorporate it in movies and TV shows and things like that. I, I would say Jet Li's like Black Mask. If you ever go back, watch Black Mask. That's literally the first time I heard hip hop themes in a in a movie for Kung Fu. Also, uh, or martial arts movies. Sorry, I don't know how, how they feel about it, but. Also, you know, like Romeo Must Die and uh, Rom- um, what's the other one? Cradle to the Grave. Like movies like that. I feel like Jet Li really started that type of music intermixing with this genre. Um, so I, I, I truly, I, I really enjoyed the music composition um, from The Flying Lotus. Fantastic. Um, it, it's crazy. It's like listening. It, when you listen to like like back in the day people it really like it makes a lot of sense like they thought that his when he defeated someone like they told him yeah man you need to wash him he looks dirty the yusuke he looks dirty i'm like what he's black what like when did he get dirtied up so he's sitting there getting washed and things like this said wow it's the dirt is just staying on him he's like yeah i was born with black skin jackass the fuck never seen a black guy before and they had not so, so it, it's crazy how like probably black people were cons- were perceived back in those days that is, they were that we were dirty because our skin was was black and you couldn't wash it off and that that was a problem for others. Um, but uh, Yusuke was definitely very well done though. Um, just his sword fighting, the kill, like man, just the just the beautiful violence that's all i can really call it it's beautiful violence and um yeah so that's that that's actually one show i wanted to talk about another show or <laughs> let's talk about speaking of violent is fuck um spoiler alert just in case uh you haven't watched the show it's been like literally two weeks i mean almost two weeks uh no 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 sorry sorry it came out last week sorry my bad but uh spoiler alert for invincible uh coming in three Three, two, and welcome back. Okay, so um, Omni-Man decided for a whole, about maybe 30 minutes of the episode, beat the shit out of his son across the world. Like, he beat him in different locales of the world. Also, killing people left and right, and then perceive, and then, um proceeding to beating the shit out of his son like he will punch him throw him across the world again like it was just wow wow it was that meme is going around right now you know think mark you gotta think like that shit wow so we know omni man's what omni man's mission ended up having to be he was supposed to take over he was supposed to take over the really earth that's why in the first episode in three, two, one, he murdered all of the guardians of the, all those guardians in the, the last five minutes. He straight fucking just murked them. Um, he is what Superman was probably supposed to be. He was supposed to take over Earth, probably. No, actually, that was the case. He was supposed to take over Earth. That's why Zod came down. Um he wasn't really supposed to be a guardian of Earth. He was just really supposed to take it over because he's supposed to be the strongest being there. Nobody knew what Kryptonite was, so he really had no no weaknesses at the time he first came down to Earth. 
um, Omni-Man is literally the extreme version of what Superman was supposed to be. And took full fucking advantage of that. Like, look, I, he said, look, I, I will kill all these motherfuckers if they don't get in line. He, he said, why are you saving these people? We are the strongest human. We are the strongest people or whatever. We're the strongest here. No one really can stop us. And that was fucking bonkers. Just just knowing that he was beating the shit out of him across the earth and then, like, punched him, like, 155 times. Just, wow. The violence of this show upped the ante each and every episode. And I did not notice, but the intro theme, when they first say, um, when they first say, um, Invincible... It gets bloodier and bloodier each time. I, I'd never noticed it until somebody like put it like side by side pictures of the intro, and the blood continues to like splatter across his name until it gets like really deep red. It's crazy. Yeah, yo, if you go back and like go pay attention to that, that's what happened. And I was like, what the fuck, yo? I I never noticed that because the show is so good. The storyline was great. You know, this is what would happen if if superman just decided fuck it i'm just gonna kill everybody and until everybody gets in line so that that show is just fucking cool they did a great job with it i can't wait for season two i can't wait to see hopefully mark finally start winning fights that shit will be great i don't know what made him think that he was actually gonna beat his dad in a fight but it seemed like he beat his dad so bad his dad beat him so bad he felt bad and said all right, man, I'm going to leave. Go get in the weight room. Like, you, you need to get in the weight room, dog, because you are no match for even if if it wasn't me and it was somebody else that was from my planet, Vandor. Uh, oh, shit, I'm going to fuck this up. I already fucked it up. But if they came from our planet, yo, you get folded in like 1.5 seconds. Like, it's not even it's not even a close fight. We don't have any weaknesses, literally. There's no weaknesses from Omni-Man. Nobody talks about any weaknesses. Like, he's this dude got hit by a fucking nuke and was just standing there. Like, oh, okay. The fuck, the fuck you thought this was? Ain't no bitch. So, I can't wait for next season. Hey, by the way, I don't know if anybody knows, but the last part of the show where he says, uh, where uh, when Alan the Alien comes and says, hey, man, um... Yeah, I forgot to tell you <laughs> that's uh what what one of those people from the planet is on your planet. He was like, "Yeah, he just left." Like, what? I, I, well, okay, well, fuck that. He says, "So, what are you going to do now?" He since you know you really don't have any real threats. He said, "Uh," and then they just do that little montage of all the villains that really folded him the first episode. Um, they he goes and says, "I'm going to go to high school." He said, "I guess finish high school." He said. What's high school? That's actually improvised, improvised by Seth Rogen. They allowed that through. It was very much improvised. It was a smart improvisation. Improvisation. Damn, I'm fucking good at words. That shit was fucking. Damn, man. Woo! They should. I should do like a podcast. No, I'm joking. Um, but no, Invincible was fantastic. All the episodes were great. There was really no filler episodes. That they went, they, everything just got straight to the point, got down and busy. And it, like every, literally every episode had action in it and kept you on your toes, knowing that Mark was probably going to get folded. But it, how he was going to get folded this time was just, 
it, it seemed like he just found a different way to get his ass handed to him for somebody called Invincible. <sighs> Fucking waste of name. That's just a waste of name. I just don't understand it. I understand it, man. I just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it everywhere. I'm so lost. All right. I got, um, all right. This has been burning my, burning my mind for the past, like, five, for, like, literally 30 minutes since I got done watching it. Yo, why is Your Highness not a cult classic? And just in case you don't know what Your Highness is, it's, um, with, uh, Danny McBride and James Franco, they're doing, like, a, a fantasy-type movie. It's a fantasy-type movie. Um, really, they do all the tropes of fantasy, but making fun of it, especially, you know, them, you know, it, 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 it smoke it, like they have weed or herbs. They call it herbs, but you know they and they talked in that little English tone, like "Oh, what's brother? What's the twa? What's what you do? Oh, twas the nights before Christmas, shit like that." That's how they were talking. You're welcome for the accent. But why is that not a cult classic? That why is that not one of those? You know, I feel like that's a very slept on movie, and it's on Netflix right now, and, and it's in the top ten. What? Well, I feel like the interview is a cult classic, is his own cult classic. I feel like Your Highness was fantastic. I, I uh, you know, I, I had a DVD of it. I, I, I actually, Natalie Portman was in the movie. You know, Zoe uh, Do, Doshow, the girl from New New Girl, the lead from New Girl, she was in the movie. You know, like there was a lot of famous people in this movie. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Dominic Lewis from uh, Billions, the lead from Billions. He's in this movie. You know, you it's a great it was a great movie in my opinion. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Um Danny McBride and fucking James Franco had like this chemistry that you it, it was it's matched with him and Seth Rogen with James Franco and Seth Rogen. Also Seth Rogen and and Danny McBride have some very good interactions too. Think about it, Pineapple Express. You know that why the fuck is your highness not a cult classic? It had it did all the tropes four fantasy type movies and it also was fucking hilarious and the storyline i'm telling you what i was about to go to sleep watching it because it was going to be one of those like background type things and i couldn't take my eyes off of it. i said yo i'm gonna stop this because i don't know why but i need to finish this for some reason i haven't finished this movie i haven't watched this movie in years went back started watching it again i'm like wow the fuck was wrong with me why did i stop watching this oh my goodness like that that should be a cult classic. I think The Night Before should be also a cult classic by the way. I don't know why it doesn't have enough popularity. I think that movie was fucking hilarious. Before Sam Wilson, aka Aaron Oh my goodness, I'm going to fuck this name up. Whoo! Anthony Mackie. Almost fucked his name up. Sam Wilson slash Anthony Mackie slash um uh See that that see I should have stopped right there. I was ahead. I finally got ahead. You know, it, it, from Cranbrook. You know, he he his career um trajectory went like skyrocket. Like anybody else notice that shit? Like he was on Eight Mile, got his ass handed to him by Eminem in a rap battle. Never said a word. Dropped his fucking mic and said, "Papa Doc." He was Papa Doc, and um he went to Cranbrook. That's a private school. And then he went on to become the sidekick to Captain America, a.k.a. AKA Sam Wilson, slash the Falcon. Not Black Falcon, Falcon. And then his 
like trajectory went all the way up to all right now he's captain america okay cool he, like that's that's not crazy to anybody else like his trajectory is fucking amazing go go look at his filmography man like uh, and now he does a lot of netflix movies and he was also on black mirror I wonder if he got like a contract with, with him or something, because it's like he has multiple movies with them, like a lot of movies, like maybe four or five movies with Netflix or have been on Netflix properties. Think about it, he's on Alter Carbon too. Like he that dude got and also he got range, man. Like com- comedy wise, oh yeah, and the night before he's he's fucking hilarious on the night before, where he has to say yeah, I finally uh yeah I was I was a all star um football player. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I started taking steroids. His mom already knew, but the shit was hilarious. And then what he did, like uh, mushrooms or some shit. It, it was just, I, I definitely advise people to watch the night before. Jason, Jason Gordon, ah, something Gordon Levitt, <laughs> Seth Rogen, and Anthony Mackie are three best friends that whose life pretty much gets upended in one day the night before Christmas. So I definitely advise you guys to go watch it. Like the the movie. The movie has Seth Rogen doing every single drug that you can think of in small quantities. <laughs> it's very small. His wife that was pregnant bought him a bunch of drugs in very, very, very small quantities. And he gets high off of all of them. It's fucking amazing. I definitely advise anybody to watch it. It's a great movie. Um, I literally lost track of what the fuck I was talking about tonight. <laughs> All right. I, I I don't even remember, so I won't try to get back on track. But I'm going to talk about one more thing. Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. Mugen Train. Um, It's going to be some spoilers in three, two, one. Okay, listen. Demon Slayer to anime, fucking amazing. If you haven't gone watch it, I don't know. Are we friends? Maybe we are. Maybe we're really good friends. But Demon Slayer, the anime, if you guys get a chance, please go watch that shit. The the last moments of the show will fuck you up. I'm telling you now, it will fuck you up. You're going to think this shit is slow. Like you think like I said this for Promise Neverland, but I definitely mean this also for Demon Slayer. Stick with it to the final ending of the show. Then you'll be like Oh, oh shit. So they're going to him, him, um, and his friends are going to on a train to help, um, one of the Hashimura, Hashimura, the seven, one of the seven elements, um, Jin Goku. Uh, Yeah, I fucking remember his name, motherfucker. Jin Goku, the fire user. They they're going to help him on a mission to where um there are people um being disappeared off of the train, and there's a demon, a high power demon. I think a lower six demon is the one that's controlling um that's like controlling people's dreams. They never really said his name, but whatever, but whatever. So they're trying to fight. First of all, they're trying to fight him first. That's literally most of the movie is them trying to fight off the dream sequences that they go through like uh tanjiro goes through a dream sequence where he's back with his family that was murked off 
if you haven't seen the last the last couple minutes of Demon Slayer, just go watch the fucking last moments of Demon Slayer. Then you'll understand why it's pretty fucked that Tanjiro had to go through that again in the story. Like he had to go through like living that with his family. Okay. Um the fight sequences were fantastic. They were great. Beautifully done. The drawing, I, I've lo- I fucking love Demon Slayer's drawings. They did they did a great job with it. Um, definitely better than Brawly. I I I would say this movie was better than Brawly, but it's a very slim margin. People don't understand Brawly was a very very well done movie. If you haven't seen Brawly yet, it's just straight fucking fighting and dude going fucking berserk on Goku and Vegeta at their top levels. By the way, Brawly goes. He said, I'm going to meet you there without even going fucking Super Saiyan. I'm going to fuck you both up anyway. That's literally what happened. So, um, Jin Goku and Tanjiro were finally able to stop Dreams. But, out of nowhere, after the fight ended, after they upended the train and everything, a high, what is it, the top three demon comes out of fucking nowhere and fights Jin Goku and probably... what about seven eight minutes of straight up combat to where like like jen goku almost had him yeah he probably had him if he wasn't a fucking top three demon but he was um like at one point um i forget his name i'm sorry but he punches through jen goku's stomach and at the same time jen goku Put, had his knife through the demon's neck not all the way through it was in his neck and he said fuck that i'm gonna hold you here until the sun comes up by the way and uh demon slayer when the sun comes up that's when the demons are killed they're pretty much like vampires when the when the sun hits them they start to die so so he's like fuck that bro i'm gonna keep you right here you know he said let me go you're gonna die he said if my arm leaves he said, if you don't come with me now and let me turn you into a demon, if my arm leaves, you are going to die. He said, fuck that. He said, I'd rather die like this than fucking fold to you. He said, man, you're a great fucking warrior. You know, he was talking about, man, you're such, just such a great warrior. He just kept trying to recruit him onto the team. And he's just like, I'm not about this life, bro. He said, I don't want to be with Michael Jackson and you. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to do that. By the way, the main guy, uh, my, I'm going to fuck his name up too. But the main demon, the the top demon, it dresses like, um, dresses like Michael Jackson from Smooth Criminal. I should definitely be knowing these names, but I fucking suck at names. It's also almost one thirty. So, um, no, it is one thirty. So my bad. <laughs> but he said, "No, fuck that. I don't want to be part of your your little fucking demon gang." So, I'm going to try to put this knife through your neck. Can't put the knife through his neck. Tanjiro tries to get up, but he's already been fucked up by dreams so bad that his body's barely able to move. He's been doing that new fire dance type shit. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, Jinkoku dies. Sorry, spoiler, fuck you. Jinkoku dies at the end. You know, he starts... You know, regular anime deaths, like, it's it's not ever, like, quick. You know, the dude seems like he's going through a lot of fucking pain to die. Why couldn't he just cut his fucking head off? I don't know why. I don't understand. Like, they could have ended his life much quicker. It's fucked up. It, to me, it was fucked up. I feel like it's, that that's torture. 
They did that on purpose to this man. And he just literally fought off a train, saved the train from a fucking one of the demons, and then almost fought to both of their deaths. He got away, by the way. He cut his arm off and started dipping out. He said, fuck this noise. It's going to grow back anyway. So, um, yeah. Completely forgot where I was at. So, I think, it was, yeah, like I said, I think it's fucked up. They, they kind of tortured this dude. Like, they drew that. That, that was the storyline. Like, he's just going to. All right. So, now we are down at Hashimura. Hashimura. I fucked this up. Anybody can, you know, tell me. I, I know it's close. I know I'm close. I, I suck with pronunci- pronunciations. Pronunciations. Should do this fucking earlier. But, um, now we're down one. I think Tanjiro is going to be, like, um, a successor to Jin Goku later on. But I think he's going to master all the elements. I think that's why he has the black sword. You know, he's going to be able to master all the elements. The only problem with having the black sword is he's not going to master one. It, well, he's going to be great. He's going to be great at all the elements, but he's not going to be mastering any. He's like a jack of all trades. Good of, good of many, but never a master of one and a master of none. So I think that's where we're heading is that Tanjo is going to be like, the, the fire user, because his dad used to do the fire dances, and then um, Jin Goku was like, look, man, my the one that my my predecessor had books that maybe can tell you what to do with dances before he died, you know, because, you know, he it took him like 38 minutes after the fucking, literally a big-ass hole is in his fucking stomach. I, I, look, listen, anime logic. I don't know. I don't ask questions. But, that's that's really the movie was very well done though like i the story behind it great the timing great um it's it deserves to be one of the higher selling movies out there and i mean higher selling movies that should be an oscar nominated movie it it definitely should be oscar nominated movie in my opinion you can have a fucking problem with it i might sound like a you know a homer i don't give a shit i think it should have an oscar i think this should be the first year where best picture should have an animated movie in it because this movie was very well fucking done. <clears throat> and I know they're going to have a problem with it. No, no, we can't do it yet. Not yet. No, fuck that. You do it now because that was a great fucking movie. And that's probably going to be one of the better movies of this year. This year. That's probably the better movie of this year. <clears throat> I was going to talk Mortal Kombat today, but I probably will talk it tomorrow more. Because it's more live action. I've been talking more cartoons today. Cause we got a little cartoony. So we're going to stick with the cartoons. I mean, not cartoons, but drawing type shit. Y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. Fuck you. Um, but I think, seriously, that it should be up for consideration for Best Picture. Not just Best Animated Movie. Best fucking picture. It, it was, like, it deserves it. I think people will be haters if they did not at least look at it as one of the best. Um... Uh, you know, it, it's, it literally had what 30% less theaters than Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat only beat them by $6 million in the box office. And they were the number one. This is the second. No, I think they just passed Brawly for the highest, for the highest grossing anime, foreign anime film. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anime film, whatever. Fuck it. The highest grossing anime film. And it's better than Brawly. And Brawly deserves some credit. So, 
I know they're not going to put an anime up there, but you know, people can wish. Uh, but to tell you the truth, like literally, I know people were like, man, I don't want to watch a, you know, subbed anime and stuff. Look, listen, they have dub versions at mo at certain, um, at certain theaters. Uh, my theater had the dub version. Shit. Fuck it. I'm going to watch a dub version of the movie because I'm not going through that again. Um, actually to tell you the truth, movies that have been coming out from anime wise, like big motion pictures, like. Dragon Ball, you know, like Dragon Ball um, Z, Brawly. Also, the My Hero movie was very well done, too. I watched that in theaters. Very well done movie. Like, the movies that are coming out now are killing it from the animes. Normally, the movies suck ass. Let's be real. If we go to the movie versions of most of the animes, they would be kind of ass. But, nah, maybe not Dragon Ball Z. Some of Dragon Ball Z movies were pretty good, too. Like, the first Brawly ones, they were pretty good, too. But... Nowadays, them coming off of the anime, you know, the TV series and being successful off of those, and then also coming to um, a more spread out people. Like now, you got now you can put eyeballs. Just people looking at the poster, like Demon Slayer. The fuck is that? I ain't got nothing better to do. Let's go. Hey, a uh, couple tickets for Demon Slayer. Hopefully they ain't bringing their kids because there's a lot of fucking blood and a lot of death and uh, very much confusing. But. If you go and watch it, you will enjoy the movie for the action, for the beautiful drawings, the beautiful story. It, it was great. To me, I think it was one of the best. Like I said, it's one of the best movies of the year. It's actually one of the highest grossing movies of the year. So that's why I'm saying that it needs to have that consideration just like any other live action movie. That's just that's what the fuck I say. That should be law. And that should how we me go. No, but um. I'm gonna stop right there because my I'm, my throat's getting dry and my memory's going to shit. Um, so I want to say, look, man, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, this is day two of the streak. The streak is alive, baby. You know what three? You know what three days in a row is? A winning streak, baby. That's what that is. We can get one. We can do two. But can we do three? Woo! Where's that come from? Anybody? No. Major League. Anybody ever see Major League? No, no major league fans. Too young. All right, cool. Um, it's actually one of the bigger speeches from the manager. But uh, I want to say thank you guys so much for listening, man. My name is Andrew Cruz. I hope you enjoyed the Cruising Podcast. Where you can find the Cruising Podcast is on you on YouTube, also on Apple Podcasts, also on Spotify, and anywhere you can find podcast needs. That's where you can find the Cruising the Cruising Podcast. Also, where you can find the latest updates of the Cruising Podcast is on. Instagram at Cruising Podcast, also on also on Twitter at Nice Town Finest. Also, if you want to see interesting gameplay, including the season two, I mean the next the newest season of Apex Legends, go to my Twitch channel at Cruising at Twitch TV slash Nice Town underscore Finest twenty seven. Um, I'll be streaming every fucking day because this game is amazing and is addictive. So with that, I want to say thank you guys so much for listening. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. And I will catch you guys tomorrow for day motherfucking three. Probably after I go watch a live action Sixers game versus the motherfucking Rockets. So with that, thank you guys so much. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Catch you guys later. Deuces.